So, in terms of what we are capable of as an institution, I think there are several key aspects that we should take into account. The first is, and you will have heard me say this before, that the institution has been and continues to be on a steep upward trajectory with respect to its, um, both its, um, its stature in higher education nationally and internationally, and I think also the, the extent of self-confidence we feel about, about the institution. So that's a key component. The second key component is the uh, strength that we have, the disciplinary strength we have both in breadth and depth. And that strength, that breadth and depth, is recognized, again, internally and externally. The final component that I think is key, and we don't always recognize this sufficiently strongly, that if we consider, certainly in the UK context, those universities that are most successful in the current climate and over the next two or three years, they will be um, universities that take bold initiatives, not those um, that think that this is a time to, to batten down the hatches and, and play it safe. So the progression of the institution and the external environment to me makes a compelling argument in general terms about making bold initiatives. Now clearly, we're thinking of life sciences today in particular, not that this is the only initiative that the university has taken, but we're thinking particularly of, um, of life sciences, and so we should consider what our current strengths are in this area. They are clearly in research, we have I'll elaborate on this in a few moments, multi-faculty expertise, which is relevant to modern life sciences, where modern life sciences includes, of course, clinical sciences, but also biomedical sciences, bioengineering, human geography, health economics, and so on. I'll elaborate on that in, in a few moments. So this is not just clinical sciences we're talking about here, and it's not just um, life sciences as well originally defined in a, in a somewhat old-fashioned way, but brings in other disciplines, other areas of expertise. And in particular, and, and of particular relevance to the initiative that we are launching in, in life sciences, we have expertise in areas that are highly relevant to population health. And that clearly includes clinical sciences again, it clearly includes genetics, but it includes areas such as law and ethics, and others besides. These are examples also. The point I'm making is that the research strengths that we have are highly relevant to a new definition of life sciences, in particular population health. We have strengths also in education. There is a strong demand for undergraduate biomedical sciences, and most of you will know we're expanding that area already with, with plans to increase it still further. There are opportunities for postgraduate uh, education in global health and related areas. So there is a demand and a capability at Creamery for providing these educational um, courses. And we have also new possibilities yet to be fully exploited um, in non-clinical but biomedical sciences, and we're looking to how we explore those. And the final component of, of the current strengths is in outreach. The center of the cell is widely recognized internationally, internationally and increasingly internationally as being a pioneer in, and, and a leading force in uh, outreach, public engagement, particularly with school age, um, students with respect to encouraging careers and understanding of the life and biomedical sciences. So we have these strengths behind us and that is, is part of the, the, the bedrock on which we are building these new um, aspirations and opportunities. 
In a sense, this slide simply reproduces the same point but in diagrammatic form. These are the various components that are contributing now to a modern definition of life sciences. And we work at the obvious point at the top, biology, clearly. We're working around to molecular sciences. Clearly, genetics are an example of that, but other areas of molecular sciences as well. Materials, uh, bioengineering, information statistics, these are all clearly relevant uh, areas. Public and population health. And then we get into areas which are perhaps newly recognized as, as critical to the life sciences, including human behavior and, and uh, human geography, health economics, law and ethics. So we cover a very broad range as we go around that circle of academic disciplines, but all highly relevant to the new life sciences. And it's instructive, I think, to map onto that diagram the inputs from various schools and institutes within Cremaria. So we can contribute using existing expertise to each of those critical areas to give a rounded and complete um, contribution to the development of life sciences. So, thinking in terms of the overall ambition, this I think is as a succinct statement um, as I've been able to make at least about the nature of our ambition for life sciences at Premier. And it is to develop an expanded program for biomedical research and education that addresses in particular public and population health needs by exploiting the most innovative <coughs> clinical, molecular and engineering approaches in a context informed by expertise in the humanities and social sciences. So that brings it all together in a, a concise statement of what our ambition is in the life sciences. It's key also to recognize that the magnitude of this ambition is demanding for an institution of primary size, large though it has become by comparison with the size of the institution a few years ago. Nevertheless, the magnitude of that, this ambition suggests that this, the realization of the ambition will involve uh, multiple partnerships in the health area, clearly with our, our major uh, NHS partner trust, Glance Health, but also with other areas, with other universities, and with the commercial sectors. And we're having detailed discussions uh, with representatives of each of those areas who are buying into this ambition for life sciences. And in particular, there is the issue of how we expand physically, not exclusively, but particularly on the Whitechapel campus. And I think it's key to recognize that there are several factors that come together that make the Whitechapel site a particularly attractive location for a major physical development. A coincidence of several factors which include the availability of space uh, for development, the contribution that we as a university make, a multi-faculty university with broad expertise as I've indicated, but including a highly regarded medical and dental school. So these are the academic contributions, the immediate academic contributions that we can make. Right next door, we have a large, a very large hospital, which is aligned, closely aligned already with the medical and dental school. And that hospital and the hospital trust gives us access to a population, a large population, in excess of two and a half million people in northeast London, which are both needy in terms of their, of their health um, needs, but also an extraordinarily interesting population for study in topics in the public and population health area. So we have this access to an enormous population with extensive medical records, of course, 
which are both interesting and needy. We have, I think, quite exceptional national and international access. Clearly, those previous facts do apply in some other places, not many, but a few other places, but we are extraordinarily well connected um, in terms of transport links, both nationally and internationally. Bear in mind, for example, that um, come 2017, Crossrail will enable transport from Whitechapel to Heathrow in, in a little over half an hour. So we're extraordinarily well connected already, and will be even better. And for some of these reasons, for all of these reasons, in fact, this ambition has strong political support. So these are the, the factors that are coming together, combined with our internal ambition um, as a university, to suggest that there is not only an internal appetite for major um, development of the life sciences, but an external environment and external partnerships, which give us an extraordinarily exciting uh, set of possibilities.